This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. This podcast brought to you by My Patriot Supply. Did you miss the chance to get a 72-hour emergency food supply with free shipping for just 10 bucks? What's wrong with you? Don't worry. Call 888-411-7440 right now. They have a few left, and they're selling out fast. 888-411-7440. What are you waiting for? A disaster? Do it right now. 888-411-7440. The experiment was a success. Begin Life Force Reboot Program now. Stand clear. Life signs stable. It's alive. Set it loose. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Hey, it's me again. It's uh, Brad in for Jeffy this morning as he continues to uh, to mend. His stitches uh, haven't pulled out yet, so he's in good shape. But uh, he's uh, he's actually up, but I don't know why in the world... Mr. Fisher, you are up this early in the morning, but uh, he's up. He's actively tweeting, as are we. And uh, you can uh, join the uh, conversation if you'd like to. Uh, it's at the Blaze Brad on uh, Twitter or uh, at Jeffy MRA or at the real Mrs. Jeffy because she sent me a Lulu of a story. Uh, actually, it's on my Facebook page. <laughs> we'll get to it in a second. It's, uh, um, well, let's just say uh, I, I'm trying to uphold the standards here in the show. And by the way, we'll get to the top five Christmas myths in just a second, but I did. I wanted to start on a high note, uh, and this is directly from uh, an overseas flight. <laughs> and again, I have to uphold the standards of the Jeff Fisher radio show. An airline passenger, and this is the headline, an airline passenger took a crap so foul they had to land the plane. <clears throat> this is an actual story, and we checked it out <laughs> on Distractify. You cannot make this stuff up. And then, of course, Amber puts it on my Facebook page and tries to blame it on me. Having to use an airplane bathroom is indignity enough. Can you imagine what it would be like and what it would do to your self-esteem if your uh, uh, goings-on grounded an entire flight full of travelers? It's exactly what happened to some poor man or woman, although it says probably a guy who was flying British Airways from London to Dubai. It appears that about 15 minutes into the flight... This is a huge word. A gastroenterologically, and I did it, distressed passenger took an emergency trip into the small room in the back of the plane. And uh, they say the thing that passes for a toilet. That's about uh, seven seconds after the seatbelt light went off, so you know that that was probably uh, an emergency. After he, the person leaves the bathroom, the, the, the complaints got so, I guess, insistent, the, the captain came on and made an announcement that they were going to actually have to turn the flight around and land. And that's what they did. They had to turn the plane around and land the plane. <laughs> and they had to buy dinner and hotel rooms for all of the passengers aboard because um, because the next flight to Dubai wasn't for another 15 hours. And let me just tell you, after having been on a 12, 14-hour flight, I totally understand why you don't, because there was a screaming kid on our flight. And let me just say, that was not pleasant, but thank God for noise-canceling headphones. If it wasn't for them, I'd have killed somebody. Uh, let's talk about Christmas. This is the, the, uh, the it's, uh, next Friday, right? 
Yeah, this is Saturday, so it's less than a week away. So you still have uh, you still have a week to do your last minute Christmas shopping. Um, and I want to uh, see what you uh, have as far as your worst and best Christmas gifts ever. You can uh, tweet those at uh, at the Blaze Brad. Uh, the phone number too, if you're awake this early. All six of you, and Jeppy. Uh, 888-900-3393, 888-900-3393, that is the phone number, let us know. Uh, Christian myths, or Christmas myths, these were, and one of these in particular, that I have avoided doing because I thought it was, I guess, sacrilegious, I just thought it was, it was a bad thing to do this, um, but let's start at the top. Uh, first of all, Jesus was not born on December 25th. And I've always wondered that because it doesn't, you know, you look through the facts of the Bible, it's just, you know, there's things don't line up that way. According to uh, scholars, it's unlikely that the Christ child arrived on the day that we uh, celebrate as Christmas or even during the winter season for that matter. Uh, For one thing, it says we're told of shepherds keeping watch over their flocks by night. That's in Luke 2, 8. Uh, Decembers in Bethlehem are cold, regularly drop below freezing once it gets dark, which means that most shepherds only kept watch in the field from April to October. In the winter, they sheltered their flocks and stayed inside because they were smart. Uh, and the census uh, decreed by uh, Caesar Augustus, it required travel, and no self-respecting government or governing authority would ever schedule such a major undertaking during the winter months. I think they just called the government lazy. When bad weather, muddy roads, and uh, angry citizens would foul things up, these usually took place in September or October after the harvest season. Celebrating Christ's birth on December 25th was popularized in the 4th century as a way to steal the limelight from the winter solstice and its link to pagan feasts celebrating the Roman sun god and the, per, uh, uh, and the Persian god Mithras. There you go. Most scholars think Jesus was born toward the end of September. And for those of, uh, for those of you keeping score at home, it was probably the year 6 B.C., not 0 A.D., that's the first, first myth. So I think we should rearrange the calendar. Uh, three wise men. This is the second myth uh, that they're busting. Um, they did not appear at Christ's birth. These guys, fixtures in every nativity scene that you see everywhere. They show up uh, at uh, every manger accompanied by camels. It is kind of strange. Um, none of this really in the Bible, they say. Matthew 2 talks about wise men from the east. They follow the star, looking for the king of the Jews. They make it to uh, Jerusalem. They have a run-in with King Herod, next stop, Bethlehem. That's where they find Jesus. Matthew describes Jesus as a young child, not a baby, with his mother in a house and not a manger. No indication that there were uh, three of these uh, wise men either. That's uh, the assumption apparently made because we talk about and have been uh, taught the three gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. But uh, as this article says, could have been a dozen of these guys, for all we know. Each one having two or three of, of those gifts. Nothing about camels or flowing capes or uh, sparkly crowns either. Um, they probably did all of this simply to save on nativity scenes because you can't put up like a dozen wise men. Nothing to indicate they were kings. In fact, uh, most scholars figure they were astrologers. And since the uh, passage uh, specifies them meeting the young child in a house, many believe the wise men didn't deliver the gifts immediately after the birth. It could have been a couple of years later after they checked the gift registry at Target, no doubt. Um, So everything we think we know about wise men uh, comes from sources other than the Bible. Isn't that funny how things just become common knowledge 
even when they're not true. Wow. Where have we heard that before? Um, The second verse of Away in a Manger is a crock. This is number three. This is the uh, third Christmas myth. Uh, The second verse uh, being, The cattle are lowing, the baby awakes, but the little Lord Jesus no crying he makes. When have you ever, ever heard of a baby that doesn't cry? You know what I'm saying? It's not uh, part of the original song. It first appeared as a poem, the the song did, um, in a Lutheran Sunday school book in 1885. Verse 2 was added somewhere in the early 1900s by a Methodist minister for a children's program. It, um, It implies that baby Jesus obviously didn't cry, even though the cows were making a, a bunch of noise because uh, they were taking up space in their, in their home, essentially. Um, but if you think about it, one of the precepts of Christianity, Christ was fully human, uh, not some you know, super baby. That means the little Lord Jesus acted just like an infant. <laughs> he spit up, he peed, he left a few deposits in his swaddling clothes. He cried like a baby. So... That is the third myth. So we've covered three wise men. There may or may not have been. Jesus was not born on December 25th. Second verse of a way in a manger is a crock. And people, this is, this is the one that I, 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 I've always avoided doing this simply because I thought it was, I guess, sacrilegious is the word, taking Christ out of Christmas, etc. People who call it Xmas are taking the Christ out of Christmas. That is a total myth. Wait, what? Yeah. If you start feeling the way I did, when you, you know, you, you, it just takes a long time to write Christmas, and you can write Xmas, it's faster. We are fast people. We have fast lives. We have no time to write those extra three or four letters. Here's the thing. The first letter in the Greek word for Christ is, is it chi or chi? It's one of those. It's C-H-I. Um, it was a great TV show, by the way, uh, CHI, Las Vegas. And in the Roman alphabet, Chai is uh, represented by the symbol X. So guess what? Xmas is an entirely justifiable replacement for Christmas. And it apparently goes back a long way. Um, people who use it are not demeaning Christ. Um, they're appropriating usage that's probably as old as the faith itself, um, so if you want to write Xmas instead of Christmas, you are not being sacrilegious, nor are you taking Christ out of Christmas. That's the beauty of it all. Of course, it still doesn't mean that you're going to get the gifts uh, that you wanted to get. Um, at the Blaze Bread, that's uh, my uh, Twitter handle if uh, you want to let us know about the, um, the best ever Christmas gift you got, the worst ever Christmas gift you got. Speaking of Christmas, we had the big Mercury One Christmas party, uh, or uh, Mercury Radio, excuse me, Christmas party last night. There were some people there from Mercury One, um, which, by the way, if you want to uh, participate in the Stuff a Bus toy drive, I'm going to tell you about that in just a second. But um, did I already tweet this picture of the Christmas? Yeah, I did. I, I, let me just tell you, last year, there were no pictures of me last year at the, uh, at the Christmas party. Last year, we'll talk about that in a bit. But this year, definitely some pictures, and they had reindeer antlers, and really stupid glasses, and uh, and a nose that I put on. I've already uh, tweeted this picture out. Um, Jeffy was not there last night. Apparently, he is uh, 
too good to join the rest of us for Christmas party? Something like that. I know he's listening. And I uh, just wanted you to know, Jeffy, we, we missed you last night. We thought about you. And I had a piece of the best chocolate cream cake or pie, I guess it was, ever. The crust was so good. And I thought about you while I was eating it, just just so you know. Best, best party ever. We had it at a, um, uh, a place outside of, uh, or I guess right around Dallas, um, like this cowboy place where you can go and you can dress up. And it was, it was uh, cowboy chic or what was it called? Cowboy tuxedo. I don't know. So I wore, basically I wore a suit and I put cowboy boots on. We had a lot of fun, but uh, Jeffy, we did, we did miss you. Um, and again, keeping up the standards of the Jeff Fisher radio show, uh, big, big story. And I'm going to tell you about here in just a second. Bra sales are down for the first time in a long time. And this is a very disturbing trend. We will uh, get to that here in just a second. Um, plus, uh, the far end of the spectrum, the far, the opposite end of the spectrum. I'm going to tell you a little bit about, um, a guy that uh, we lost this week, a friend. His name was uh, Mark Cathy. I'll tell you a little bit more about him, uh, but I'm I will say this: he does not. He would not want to be uh, want people to be modeling about his um, his passing. So we'll keep it uh, we'll keep it as upbeat as possible. Those stories and more coming up right here on the Jeff Fisher Radio Show. It's Brad filling in right now on the Blaze Radio Network. You're listening to The Jeff Fisher Show, The Blaze Radio Network. This is The Jeff Fisher Show. And uh, it's Brad Stecks filling in for Jeffy this morning. I love it. James uh, James Hayton on Twitter said, so there are standards to Jeffy's radio show? Yes. Just, it's just a very low bar to clear. But that's okay. Um, and Donna said, sometimes your gut just tells you a flight isn't going to go well. In, res- in response to her story, wow, that we told about the, uh, the flight uh, getting grounded because of a... A bad bathroom experience. So let's keep up the uh, the standards here. Bras quickly losing support when it comes to women. That's that's the headline in the New York Post. Actually, um, who sent this to me? Did Amber send this? <laughs> Amber sends me the strangest stories. Um, but I think this one is very important because this definitely has an economical impact or an impact on our economy. It affects money. Let's just put it that way. Uh, Jessica Simpson made uh, fashion waves. It says uh, recently trip to New York city because she was not wearing a bra. This is a problem. People, this is a problem. Um, back in the 1960s, you remember half century ago, good grief. Everybody was burning their bras. Once uh, considered a political message. It has suddenly become a fashion statement. Apparently, although Drew Barrymore, they say was uh, ridiculed, um, Let's just say gravity took its toll on her Uh, back in this is, I guess, almost 10 years ago in the Gucci gown she was wearing. But here's the real kicker. 
According to market research company NPD Group, bra sales in the United States fell 3% last year to 6 and this number blew me away. 6.5 billion dollars with a B. 6.5 billion dollars is what we are spending and when I say we not me on bras in the United that's a lot of money. That is a significant portion of the economy when you 6.5 billion dollars is a lot of money and that's what it fell to so add three percent to that and i'm not a math whiz this is a huge deal and see you knew that there had to be some i mean i wasn't just going to go for the fact that it was a story about bras uh, i hate it when sometimes they would uh, show through my button down blouses uh this is according to uh, one reporter um for the most part she says though people don't even notice and while it's more obvious when curvy women pink slip their bras, it hasn't stopped them from getting on board with the trend as well. They say the nipple shaming has to stop. And I think that's a very important thing we need to consider in this country. Nipple shaming. When it comes right down to it, think of the psyches that were damaging. Think of the people that were hurting doing it for the children for crying out loud so don't worry if you have the urge to burn your bra and jeffy when i say this I'm, I'm saying it to you if you have the desire to burn it you are not alone but just remember you are costing the country a lot of money keep that in mind i wanted to uh mention this morning um the passing of Mark Cathy. And Mark was a friend of mine. He was a friend of everyone's here at uh, Mercury Studios. He was our assistant lighting director. Mark was a very, he was a good guy. He was a, it was a wonderful, he had the best soul, piercing blue eyes. The thing I remember about Mark the most is eyes. He just, I mean, they were, he had pretty eyes. He always wore shorts, as do I. We had that in common. Mark and I became friends quickly when I got here to Dallas. And uh, Mark struggled with a lot of demons inside. And you may have heard Glenn talk about it this week on the, uh, on the radio. But Mark's demons got the best of him. He was 47 years old. Basically, um, basically his liver shut down. He battled with alcohol. He and I would talk about it a lot. He would call me. Um, when he was, he was having a tough time. I went to see him with uh, our uh, friend Wade. He and I went to uh, see him in the hospital Monday night. Unfortunately, he had not been responsive for probably a week and a half at that point. But I just wanted to make note of this, and I want to get into the, the bigger picture of this, this time of year um, coming up after the, uh, the bottom of the hour. If you know somebody like Mark who's struggling, give them your support. And I just want to send out a message of love from and to Mark. You will be remembered. You are loved. 
and you will be missed. Mark Cathy was 47 years old. More to come right here on the Blaze Radio Network. The Jeff Fisher Show, the Blaze Radio Network. The Jeff Fisher Show returns on the Blaze Radio Network. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Jeffy doesn't. He's still at home mending and eating Amber's cookies. Best cookies ever. Uh, it's Brad Staggs here filling in for Jeffy this morning. And uh, in, res- in response to our story about uh, bra sales being down in the United States, big industry, $6.5 billion last year. Chris on uh, Twitter says, nipple shaming. Hell, bras are uncomfortable. You guys have no idea. It's, I can understand that. It's the, the whole thong thing. Those are uncomfortable. They are uncomfortable. Uh, and uh, George Carl says, wonder who Brad pissed off to get this job. <laughs> I am living the dream, George, living the dream. My alarm went off at 2.30 this morning. After the, after the Mercury Radio Arts Christmas, uh, uh, Christmas party last night. You know, it was a long night when you can't remember the word party. And uh, who was it? This was a great tweet. And I said the uh, party was a little, uh, you know, Jeffy's gotten a little too big to come to the Christmas party. And uh, by too good for the Christmas party, we mean Jeffy couldn't make bail. I like that, too. Uh, at the Blaze, Brad, is uh, my Twitter handle. Uh, we're uh, asking for your best gift ever, worst gift ever. If you have a good story, we will uh, listen to it. We have some Christmas fun facts, and I just told you the story about Mark Cathy, who uh, was a member of the uh, of the Blaze and the Mercury uh, Radio Arts family here in Dallas, and he uh, passed away this this week, 47 years old. Beautiful man. Beautiful man. Um one of the first people that I, I really got to know when I moved to Dallas a couple of years ago. And he had inner demons. He, he fought a lot of them. He, he fought alcohol. More than one occasion, he told me that uh, his doctor told him, Mark, if you drink anymore, it will kill you. And his doctor was right. Last year, at this time, I was not in a good place. <clears throat> Last year, at this time for the uh, the Christmas party, I was uh, I was in a dark place. Um, I remember going to the Christmas party. Saw Mark there. He was in he was in great. He was in far better place than I was. And uh, I walked in. I'm not a party person to begin with. I mean, parties are. And, and to back up a step further, it's very strange. People in this business, you will find most people in radio and television are very introverted. It's not that the, it's not that um, a lot of uh, people in this industry walk around with their nose up in the air, although some do. Most of us just are not crowd people. 
you and I are talking right now. This is a very intimate discussion you and I are having just between the two of us. At a party, you're surrounded by people. I didn't want to be surrounded by people last year. I wanted to be somewhere just curled up in the fetal position and just, uh, you know, drown out my sorrows. I just did not. It, it, it felt like everything was stacked against me. It felt like family was stacked against me. It felt like I was losing my son. Um, and even though I had a, a dream job, I felt that it doesn't. Yeah, it, it's you start thinking really stupid thoughts when you when you end up in that place. <clears throat> and I say this because this this happens to so many people, and it may be happening to you this year. Glenn even called and 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 left me a message, and I so appreciated that. Um, my friend Greg told him what I was going through and left me a very nice message, and, and he was concerned. And this happens to so many people. And, again, it may be happening to you this time of year. It's, very, it's a very rough time. You see all the joy happening around you. You see the parties. And it almost seems like the, the, the happier you see people, the farther down into that dark place you end up going. Maybe you maybe you just know someone like this. I encourage you, if you're feeling this way, call a friend, call somebody. Try not to do it alone. And if you know somebody who's going through a rough time, who's going through a rough patch, who is um, withdrawing, getting quieter than they usually are. Reach out to them. And it doesn't have to be in a heavy-handed way. It's just one of those things where, it, it, and a lot of times I remember I did not, people would ask me how I was, and I was, you know, I'm fine. And that may be what the, you know, the person you know says. They're fine. I'm here to tell you that that just by that little that little effort on your part, just to reach out, just to see how they're doing, just to ask them what they're doing, to include them in something, anything, just to keep them from slipping completely down into that hole. Uh, you may actually end up saving someone's life. Um, <clears throat> that's one of the big things. And I heard Glenn say this on the air, that he wished he had known about Mark sooner. Mark came to me and was petrified of telling Glenn about his problem with alcohol. I said, are you kidding? He's the first person who would give you a big hug and be supportive. Better than family. Glenn when he heard about this, he, Mark, Mark passed away on Monday, and he told Glenn on Tuesday. <clears throat> he wished he, he could have gotten involved sooner. He, he said to me, you know, I, I wish, I, I said, you can't do the coulda, shoulda, woulda. You just, it is what it is. 
But if you, right now at home, know somebody who you think is having a problem, think is having an issue, just reach out. Just reach out a hand, call them, leave them a voicemail, send them a text. Just do something to let them know that they're, uh, that they're not alone. And if they need help, help them. That is the, uh, that is the true meaning of Christmas. Reaching out to, reaching out to those who need it. And that's as far as I'll go on that one. Uh, Christmas fun facts. Let's talk about that. Let's, uh, let's change the tone just a smidge here this morning. It is good grief. It's Saturday morning already. It's so Glenn's big Christmas show is tonight. Christmas cheer with Glenn Beck at the um, uh, Verizon Theater in Grand Prairie, Texas. If you are in the area, I would highly recommend that you, uh, we do still have some tickets left. Oh, good. Yeah, we do. Um, the doors open at six o'clock tonight. The, um, the tickets go for anywhere from $45. Uh, that includes a, a copy of the Immortal Nicholas. If you buy a $90 ticket, you get awesome seats and a signed copy of the Immortal Nicholas. $125 tickets get you uh, even an awesomer seat, uh, a signed copy of the Immortal Nicholas and the Immortal T-shirt, which, by the way, they're very nice and they're very soft. Jessica uh, here at uh, Mercury, her company, uh, printed these. And they're so, they're, that's not that like scratchy cotton. It's the nice soft cotton. Uh, the $250 ticket, you get the awesomest seats in the world at the Verizon Theater, plus you a signed copy of the Immortal Nicholas, so you get the uh, T-shirt, and you get a pre-show meet-and-greet with Glenn Beck and a picture. Yes, even a picture. If you want to, uh, if you want to get tickets or um, you just want more information, go to glennbeck.com, and you will see it right there, uh, Glenn Beck Christmas Cheer right across the top. Uh, Christmas fun facts. And these are, the first of all, um, where did that one go? Uh, we talked about Christmas and, and writing it Xmas and the fact that you are not, in fact, taking the Christ out of Christmas if you write Xmas. That is a big myth. Actually, X is the Greek letter chai and chai in Christ. And it's, so basically, if you write Christmas as Xmas, you're fine. You are not you are not being sacrilegious or anything of, uh, of that nature. Mistletoe. Mistletoe literally means dung twig. But for some reason, hanging a dung twig over someone's head and kissing them does not sound quite as sexy, does it? No. Uh, Ebenezer Scrooge's original catchphrase was not bah humbug, but bah Christmas. It just not, did not have the, the same ring. It just didn't have that same thing. Um, Christmas carols began as an old English custom called wassailing, in which one would toast their neighbors to a long life. So when you sing Christmas carols, you're bringing joy and wishing good health to everyone that you come across as you go a wassailing. And a Christmas carol. This one is the, I, this is quite fascinating, actually. Christmas carol, um, he, uh, Charles Dickens wrote that. After it became successful, he thought, hey, I am onto something here. So every year after that, he would write uh, a Christmas story. None of them, of course, were the, um, were the giant success that A Christmas Carol was. 
for instance, he did write The Haunted Man and the Ghost's Bargain, A Fancy for Christmas Time. That was in 1848. In this tale, a gloomy chemistry professor says things like, Another Christmas come, another year gone. More figures in the lengthening sum of recollection that we work and work to our torment till death idly jumbles all together and rubs all out. To which everyone looked and said, What? I don't, don't even know what? The Battle of the uh, the Battle of Life, a love story. This was in Christmas, eighteen forty six. Perhaps only Dickens could offer up a happy ending to a troubling tale such as this: a missing sister and a sinister um, elopement scheme, all set on a one time battlefield that still bears the relics of a host of dead men and horses. <laughs> the Cricket on the Hearth, a fairy tale of home. Another Charles Dickens uh, book that he wrote. This was in eighteen forty five. Almost as popular as A Christmas Carol in its time. Uh, the tale includes a mysterious man in disguise, a dog named Boxer, some possible infidelity, a young blind heroine, as in a girl, not the drug, a nanny, and of course, a cricket. That was not nearly as possible or as, uh, as um, popular as A Christmas Carol. And the one that he wrote immediately after was The Chimes, a goblin story of some bells that rang an, uh, rang an old year out and a new year in. He wrote this one in 1844. There's a strange tale revolved around a wedding, an orphan, an evil rich man, and some frightening goblins. Or was it all a dream resulting from our protagonist, Trotty Vec, having had too much tripe at dinner? That's just a bunch of tripe. All right, coming up, we'll talk about the best tool gifts ever. Well, maybe not ever, but if you have somebody on your list that uh, likes tools, I, being an expert in such field, will give you a couple of suggestions, that and a whole lot more. And remember to, to uh, tweet your best and worst Christmas gifts ever uh, at the Blaze Brad. That is uh, my Twitter handle as I sit here in Jeffy's chair, filling his shoes, not his pants, because that just sounds weird, right here on the Blaze Radio Network. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Yeah, Jeff, he's still at home. He's mending. It's Brad, Brad Staggs here uh, filling in, filling the shoes, but not the pants of Jeffy. Yeah, you can interpret that any way you want to. Um, let's talk about uh, some uh, great, uh, uh, great Christmas gifts here, tool-wise. And by the way, uh, at the Blaze, Brad is uh, my Twitter handle, as they say. So if you have a best or worst or a story to tell, um, Either way, that's how you can find me. And I will uh, tweet more pictures of our Christmas party last night where everybody, let's see, hashtag, what is it, hashtag uh, reputations ruined or careers ruined. Um, if you're looking for a, a couple of, of quick uh, gift ideas here for the tool lover in your life, uh, being a tool expert as I am, I do wear that mantle proudly. Um, I have a, a website. Um, Beth and I have a website, Tool School with a K, toolschool.com. And you can find a lot of suggestions there. Uh, Gen Tent. This is one of those. It's more of an accessory than a tool. But if you have a friend, um, a family member, 
or if you maybe have a generator, um, one of the biggest dangers is using a generator when it's like storming and the power goes out and it's raining and all that. That's like the worst time ever. If you look at your owner's manual in a, in a generator, it says that. Don't use a generator in those conditions. It's just exactly when you need to use one. So this is a great product. It's called Gentent. It's a safety canopy that goes over your generator, and they are customized to each individual uh, generator. Uh, if you go to Gentent.com, you will find the um, all of the different sizes. And the, the guy that, uh, that owns this, Mark Carpenter, is a great guy. Uh, he's a small businessman. He had a great idea. And... He is basically, uh, you know, just he's a he's a hardworking guy, hardworking businessman, and uh, he could use your support. Gentent.com. Uh, great Christmas gift. Like I said, if you have a generator, has somebody else that has one. More tool suggestions and more stories coming up as Brad Staggs here sits in Jeffy's chair. The Blaze Radio Network. More to come. This podcast brought to you by My Patriot Supply. Did you miss the chance to get a 72-hour emergency food supply with free shipping for just 10 bucks? What's wrong with you? Don't worry. Call 888-411-7440 right now. They have a few left, and they're selling out fast. 888-411-7440. What are you waiting for? A disaster? Do it right now. 888-411-7440. Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Yeah, and Jeffy's uh, still on the mend at home. Uh, it's Brad Staggs filling in for Mr. Fisher this morning. Big shoes to fill, big hands to fill. Wait a minute. I don't know about that. Uh, if you uh, saw or watched uh, ABC's 2020 last night, um, they had the story that Elizabeth Vargas did on the... Um, on the uh, Christian refugees in Iraq and uh, moving them out of Erbil uh, and onto Slovakia. And we talked about that last week about uh, the ABC team coming along on the, um, on the trip with us. And um, Elizabeth Vargas actually caught a, caught a ride with us on the, uh, on the airplane. We helped get her out of, uh, of Erbil when the Russian uh, missiles started flying. Um, I only got to watch the first uh, what uh, segment and a half uh, because we had the we had the Christmas party last night. And clearly, it's more important to be at a Christmas party than to watch news stories. Um, but and even Glenn said this on his Facebook page. They did a very in the, in the in at least the first segment and a half. They did what I would consider uh, a, a fair job of of covering the story. Although I think that they. I don't want to say they skewed the facts, but I think that the 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 fact that they made it look more like um, Joseph and uh, Michelle Assad had basically um, that this was their brainchild, 
and look, they, they, they do great work, as does Johnny Moore, uh, who has been the, uh, the director of the Nazarene Fund at MercuryOne.org, by the way, if you would like to um, help. And, and if you've given, that, that, that is what Glenn was most upset about, and, and I agree. The fact that ABC basically glossed over the fact that you had sent in money. It was your your efforts, your your bake sales, your, in one case, a wedding ring. Uh, one woman sent a wedding ring in, valued at like $5,000, and people matched that as a donation. Uh, the, the veteran who sent in a jar of change, $37.32. People matched that by the dozens, hundreds, and even thousands. Where was the mention of those people? Because Glenn did not want the spotlight turned on him. He wasn't looking for kudos. He wasn't looking for uh, recognition of his efforts. What he wanted to make sure was that you got the recognition that you deserved, that you did the right thing, and uh, and it was glossed over in the story. At least in the first again again the first segment and a half, Glenn says he saw the whole thing and that the, that was uh, basically how they left it, but. I guess this is, this is what's to be expected. It's it's what the uh, it's what the mainstream media does, and they looked and in part the producer part of me, uh, because I have been a, a television producer for for many years as well. The producer part of me says, "All right, you got to look for the story. You got to look for the compelling story, and you have to tell that story." And by focusing on this this couple, Michelle and Joseph, um, it was something that, uh, that that the audience could relate to, people that they could relate, but. By the same token, I can't help but think that there was some bias on, on the part of ABC to not include Glenn simply because of the um, the bias they have toward him. He was in it for about 30 seconds, and there were a couple of questions, and you, and you can see this on their uh, on their website. Um, I think if you just Google ABC 2020, it uh, it comes up. But... And I don't know. I, it's hope against hope. It's what they're always going to do. It's what they have done. And it's uh, we're not going to see a change in that, I don't think. Uh, the the job, the fact that we did what we set out to do, that is reward in and of itself. And I guess to expect news stories to cover it fairly, um, probably asking too much. I don't know. Call me crazy. Uh, uh, at the Blaze Brad is... Uh, uh, my Twitter handle. If uh, we are talking about Christmas, obviously this morning it is less than a week away for you procrastinators, and I include myself in that group. Um, you've got what five and a half, five and a half days to shop for the perfect gift um, online or uh, out in the. If you really want to get crazy, you'll go to a mall. I went. Who was it? Grapevine Mills. I went to, and I remembered. Oh yeah, this is why I don't go to the mall. Uh, like on the weekends. I don't mind a mall middle of the week in the middle of the day because you can actually navigate the aisles. But go to a mall on the weekend, especially right now, and good grief. It's it's mayhem at best. Um, I have a couple of uh, more uh, suggestions for, for tools, uh, for the tool lover on your list. Uh, if you are in this area, if you're going to be uh, t- tonight in this area, if you live here or if um, 
Maybe you just happen to be visiting. Uh, Glenn's big Christmas show is tonight. It is happening at the Verizon Theater in Grand Prairie. Uh, there's going to be snow falling on the stage. And I know this because I am in charge of said snow. So when you see it snow, if you're going to the show tonight and you see it snow, I want you to think Brad's somewhere up there making it snow. Um, tickets are still available, and uh, they go anywhere from, um, I think, 90, 45 bucks. Is that the... Uh, at the bottom end, 45 I think, down, yeah, $45, you get a, a copy of The Immortal Nicholas, uh, $90 uh, gets you a signed copy, um, and tickets go all the way up to $250. Bucks. Uh, for that, you get a, uh, a laurel and hearty handshake. Uh, you get the signed copy of The Immortal Nicholas, you get um, the uh, T-shirt, and uh, there's going to be a pre-show meet and greet with Glenn, Pat and Stu. Uh, and, oh, oh, they've added Jason. Jason Buttrell from uh, Six Days in Iraq, uh, other host from The Blaze. <laughs> like this, it says, you get for this ticket, you get an exclusive pre-show meet and greet with Glenn, Pat and Stu, Jason Buttrell from Six Days in Iraq, and other hosts from The Blaze TV, and then in parentheses, hors d'oeuvres included. Well, by golly, that's worth the price of admission right there. Plus, you get a photo with Glenn himself. Um but Jason is a. If you if you haven't bought it, I'm telling you, it's it's Jason is one of those guys you, you should meet. He used to be on Glenn's security staff. He is uh, he was uh, in the military. He's one of those guys that can kill you with his little fingers. Actually, just one of his little fingers. Doesn't even break a sweat doing it. Uh, but he's now a chief researcher, uh, the head researcher uh, for uh, for Glenn's show, and he's a very interesting guy and a good guy. And he's tall. One of the few people I actually have to look up to to look in the eye. Uh, Jason is a great guy. The, the the show that he and and Dan did, Six Days in Iraq, great show. If you have the chance to get your tickets, uh, if you if you're going to be in this area, I highly recommend it. Uh, even if you can just uh, do just a forty five dollar ticket, that's fine. Um, this is going to be a great show, Glenn. It's going to be Glenn in a chair. And I heard that Stu was actually going to dress up as Princess Leia. I don't know. Uh, also, there will be the stuff a bus uh, that Mercury One is doing to uh, help benefit uh, Irving Cares, uh, which is a local charity here. Uh, so, if you have a, if you, if you, even if you don't come to the show, if you just want to stop by and drop off an unwrapped toy for the stuff a bus, uh, which is going to be out front of the theater, uh, that's going to be. Oh, is that when? Is that all day today? Go to MercuryOne.org. You'll find out exactly when and where the uh, the bus will be. But uh, it again is to. Uh, Put a smile on, on a child's face somewhere uh, because, yeah, believe it or not, there are kids uh, who are not only going to bed hungry, but uh, be waking up on Christmas morning without any presents. And I'm always torn about that. You know, we spoil our kids. We, t- we tell them all these lies. There is an Easter bunny. The tooth fairy is going to leave you a $10 bill if you lose a tooth. And Santa Claus is going to come down the chimney, eat the cookies, drink the milk, and leave you a present. Then somewhere along the line, we decide, oh, wait, we're not going to lie to them anymore. And then we tell them, oh, yes, Santa, we just lied the whole, yeah, bogus. And by the way, now you have to buy me a Christmas present. I do. It's just, it's a weird, if you think about it, if you really dive into the weeds there, it's a weird, weird custom. Um, uh, But all that aside, (laughs) all of that aside, bring an unwrapped toy for a 
for a child in need um, this Christmas. And again, that's uh, the stuff of us. If you go to mercuryone.org, you will find out uh, exactly where we're going to have that set up and more, um, and as well as a way to buy uh, tickets to Glenn's show tonight. Uh, all right, so I told you about uh, more tool ideas. This is a for, um, uh, and we told you about Gen Tent. Uh, this is for, you got somebody on your list that likes, likes power tools and you don't mind spending a little money, 100, 120 bucks. I highly recommend Milwaukee's M12 fuel hammer drill. And everybody I say that to that, that, that knows anything about tools, it's a 12 volt tool. It's a battery, a cordless tool. They always say, you know, I want to get a drill. I want an 18-volt drill because you've got to have an 18-volt drill to be powerful. And you really, that's not true. Tool School is the, the website that I uh, co-own, I guess. Tool School with a K. Toolschool.com. And uh, I've been in and around the tool industry for many, many years. And I will tell you this, that when lithium-ion battery technology met Brushless motor technology, the result was a marriage made in heaven. And uh, truly, when you get a 12-volt a cordless tool, uh, now, as long as you go with a brushless motor, you've got all the power in the world. And this thing is a hammer drill. Um, you can drill holes in concrete with this thing. You can drill holes in wood. You can drill holes in drywall. You can, you can drill holes just about anywhere you want to. Uh, and it is my favorite drill, the um, M12 Fuel uh, drill by Milwaukee. Really, anything by Milwaukee is a great idea when you're when you if you are shopping for tools for a tool lover on your list. Dewalt makes great stuff. Uh, the only issue I have with Dewalt, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. They make great tools, but some of the people I've had to deal with at Dewalt, what a pain! There, I said it. Um, they do make great tools. They're not cheap, but they will last you a long time. And and it's always good advice. Buy the best tool that you can possibly afford. And if you are giving it as a gift, don't be a cheapskate. Put as much money as you can into it. Uh, no, but if, if, if you want to go for DeWalt, that's great. But I, Milwaukee is a, a highly underrated brand. There's another couple of underrated brands as well. Um, Craftsman's not one of them. I'm going to tell you about a couple more in just a second. But another, another gift idea at the lower end of the pay of, of the uh, Money scale, Craftsman, uh, and if, this is all at uh, toolschool.com, by the way. Uh, Craftsman, um, their Extreme Grip Holiday Gift Guide. If you look there, they've got some new screwdrivers. And I've always, I'm, these tool companies I've worked with for years, it's always amazing to me because I can just see the meetings that they have. All right, guys, this year we have to reinvent the screwdriver just to bump up sales. I would hate that. But... Craftsman actually came up with a way to make the screwdriver a better tool um, and not just for the sake of redesigning something, uh, but their extreme grip um, screwdrivers, about 20 bucks a set. That's a good stocking stuffer for the tool lover uh, in your life. All right, so we'll have more gift ideas coming up here in just a second um, and more Christmas myths or fun facts. We will fill your head because it is Saturday. It is less than a week to Christmas, and we're all happy as pigs in mud about that aren't we <laughs> yeah and then it's the end of the year i'm exhausted i don't know about you it's brad stags i'm filling in for jeff fisher right here this morning the jeff fisher radio show on the blaze radio network this is the jeff fisher show on the blaze radio network
This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, Brad Stegs in for, for Jeffy this morning. Uh, we're still trying to raise enough bail to get him out of jail. He missed the Christmas party last night, too. Um, a big MRA Christmas party here in uh, Dallas. I've uh, posted uh, or tweeted some other pictures out this last one. I was just looking at this last uh, party picture I tweeted out. Um, and in the top, if you go to my Twitter feed at The Blaze, Brad, you will see it. Uh, there's me and there's uh, Jeremy's wife, Michaela. There's Beth. at the Beth holding a sign that says Grinch. Uh, I'm not a Grinch. I just think Christmas has become over-commercialized. And then uh, and there's Colleen over there, uh, Matthew, uh, it's Matthew's mother. Although, uh, looking at you, would never know. I mean, good grief. This woman never ages. And in the uh, bottom picture, there's Jeremy, uh, otherwise known as Opie. Uh, <laughs> Opie in a cowboy hat. You look at this picture, and you tell me if that doesn't look like Opie from the Andy Griffith Show wearing a cowboy hat. Jeremy is, he's a former Air Force, uh, Air Force pilot. The guy takes amazing, amazing pictures um, from jets and of jets. And he's just, he's a great pilot. And um, uh, he takes care of the, uh, uh, the museum here, all of the, uh, the archive pieces uh, for Glenn. And uh, I very, very, in, in, in Jeffy's true spirit, I've got rabbit ears over uh, Jeremy's head, but nice cowboy hat, by the way. It's all at uh, Twitter. At the Blaze Brad is uh, my Twitter handle. Um, uh, another Christmas fun fact. Here's one for you. In the meadow, we could build a snowman and pretend that he's Parson Brown. Have you ever really thought about that? Parson Brown, obviously uh, referred to not somebody's first and last name, but somebody who is a parson with a last name Brown. That part we got. What I didn't know is that a parson was a traveling Protestant minister who performed weddings, thus the lyric, he'll say, are you married? We'll say no, man, but you can do the job while you're in town. Because, see, they traveled. There you go. There is a useless fact you can uh, throw around uh, all day long, and you don't have to tell anybody where you got it. All right, um, we're talking about Christmas gifts and... um, uh, a, a few that, I, first of all, beard oil. That's, apparently, that's a huge gift this year if you know somebody with a beard. Although I think beards are on the way out. Just my personal opinion. Uh, Blackbeard, uh, or uh, rather Blackbird grapeseed beard oil is a, uh, is a big hit this year. Um, and then there is also, and this is, these are under, um, under 40 bucks. And the Micro Brew Beer of the Month Club. You can get that for, uh, for $29. Um, the Whiskey Ice Wedge. I don't drink whiskey, but this ice wedge thing, I guess it's just like a, it's, it's like an ice cube tray, but it's an ice wedge and you can buy it for like seventeen ninety five. Um, if you use Google whiskey ice wedge, it's just really cool. It goes into the bottom of like a highball glass, I guess is what those are called. And it's just a wedge of ice. So even if you put diet Coke on the top of it, it still makes sense. So I don't know. There's something about that that intrigues me. The ice ski, uh, the whiskey ice wedge. Um, back to tools. Um, if you have a tool lover on your list, uh, go to toolschool.com. That's toolschool with a K because we went to public school. Um, Bosch. If you, if you're, and that's the biggest question I always get about tools. Well, is Bosch a good brand or is Milwaukee or is Bosch? Bosch is a great brand. Great people behind the brand. Great brand in and of itself. Um, Bosch really was the first and, and remains to be or remains the, the first at wireless charging, which is pretty am- amazing. Um, it's on the, the front page at, at Tool School, 36-volt batteries and wireless charging 
Um, and I've played with this. Uh, we actually have one of their uh, impact drivers here at the studio. And the, the wireless charging is pretty cool because you don't have to take the battery off the tool and put the battery on the charger. You just put the whole drill, pop it right there. You just sit it uh, either on top of the charger or you can mount this charger on the wall and it'll hook in inside. Um, so that's another great gift idea. And anything, really, anything Bosch uh, is, is, is good. Milwaukee is, a, is, like I said, an underrated brand in my opinion. They are not inexpensive. However, Milwaukee tools will last you uh, this and and one more lifetime. Um, a very underrated brand, Rigid. That is Home Depot's house brand, and the the, the tools are not um, they're not expensive. They're not they're like middle of the, of the road, but they, the the quality of these tools is pretty amazing. So anything Rigid uh, for the tool lever on your list, and I think you will do just fine. All right. Wow, it's already the bottom of the hour. Time flies when you're having fun. Brad Staggs is sitting here in Jeffy's chair because Jeffy still in jail. We'll get him out. We'll find him sooner or later. You are listening to The Blaze Radio Network. Jeff Fisher Show. With Brad Stagg sitting in Jeffy's chair this morning, uh, we're still trying to raise bail for him. We'll let you know when we can get him out of jail. Michael Pelka is coming up uh, uh, in the uh, top of the next hour. Uh, he'll be here, and then uh, Andrew W.K. and his world of craziness following uh, Mike here on the uh, Blaze Radio Network. We're talking about Christmas Um we're all over the board this morning, mainly because I have a short attention span. Uh, some other fun facts about Christmas uh, that you may or may not have known. And here's a gem. In the Ukraine, a spider web found on Christmas morning is believed to bring good luck. Unless, of course, that spider web is like right over the head of your bed. Uh, Christmas is not widely celebrated in Scotland. It's believed to be that way because the country is mostly Presbyterian and Christmas is considered to be a Catholic event. Always said you've got to watch out for those Presbyterians. Uh, in uh, Guatemala, Christmas is uh, celebrated on December 25th, but Guatemalan adults don't exchange gifts until New Year's Day. You see, that's because they're smart, and that way they take advantage of all the after-Christmas sales and spend less. Good enough theory for me. Um, it is still believed in Britain that eating a mince pie on each of the 12 days of Christmas will bring 12 months of happiness. Mince meat. I feel like that's sweet, isn't it? Or is it meat? I don't know. I mean, anything mince just doesn't, ugh, doesn't sound good. Um, and like Salisbury steak. To this day, I cannot eat Salisbury steak because... My mom never cooked growing up, um, and so we'd, we'd end up with TV dinners, and you, 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 you'd, you'd put them in the, in the, in the oven, and you'd, you know, you'd pull them out, and it didn't matter if you followed the directions or not. You'd peel back the corner there, and like the pudding would have the crusty nastiness around the corners of it, and the, the, like the green beans, they just they were like shoe leather, and Salisbury steak just... It, I mean, it just tasted like a piece of a foot. It just, ugh. and 
it's funny because Matthew, uh, the chef here, the chef extraordinaire at Mercury Studios, can I mean he can make anything taste great. And he, I told him one day, that's not like he said, well, you haven't had it the way I've had it. So, all right, Matthew, make Salisbury steak and I will eat it. Uh, in Norway on Christmas Eve after a holiday dinner and the opening of presents, families hide. <laughs> oh, boy. Families hide all of the brooms in the house. Norwegians believed in ancient times that witches and mischievous spirits came out on Christmas Eve and would steal their brooms for writing. All right, who got drunk and thought that one up? Wow. Uh, in Argentina, a Christmas Eve night tradition includes uh, globos. Those are paper decorations with a light inside them that float up into the sky. Those are cool. I've seen those before. You know, when they just, they just I guess they're, how they're filled with helium or whatever. Anyway, they just all float up. You've seen those pictures before. That's really cool. Um Christmas Eve, they do that right after midnight. Um, and while not widely celebrated in Japan, fri- fried chicken is often eaten on Christmas Day. Let's face it, there's no no such thing as a bad day to eat fried chicken, especially when it's from babes. Um, it's the busiest time of year for restaurants such as KFC, and people can even place orders in advance. Wow. Fried chicken. I know where Jeffy's moving. Uh, The traditional Japanese Christmas food is Christmas cake. Usually a sponge cake with strawberries and whipped cream. Okay, see, that's another one. I've never liked sponge cake. Or like, uh, sponge cake, same thing as angel food. My mom would do that too. And just, ugh. There's no, I, okay, we had blueberry cobbler or blackberry cobbler last night at the, uh, at the Christmas party. There were two desserts. There was a, a chocolate, like, cream pie and then blackberry cobbler. There's just, I mean, hands down, the the, the chocolate cream pie wins. Because fruit in a de- dessert should be decadent. Like the, the tiramisu, that's a dessert. Cream-filled anything is a dessert. You start putting fruit into it, unless it's apple pie. See, there's the exception to the rule. Because if you have a good Dutch apple pie, the crust is so... Mm, I mean, it just does something for you. And then the apples, if it has the right amount of sugar. And then, of course, if you get the Harvest Right freeze dryer, you can freeze dry all that, which, by the way, that's one of the things we sell um, or do commercials for uh, on, the, on the shows. Uh, freeze-dried eggnog. If you ever have a chance to have that and freeze-dried whipped cream. Oh, you could lock me into a room with those two things, and I would not come out for weeks. And who knew? Freeze-dried eggnog? I mean, it's weird because it's like crunchy and chewy and all of that. Um, yum. So those are uh, some of the uh, traditions of Christmas. Uh, useless trivia from around the world. Um, checking, uh, checking Twitter. Uh, oh, uh, ABC ran on their uh, on twenty twenty last night. They ran the story on Father Douglas and the um, Christian refugees in Erbil, uh, and um, and really your efforts, your effort, your money, your your prayers. Um, that's what really is at the heart of this whole thing. Of course, ABC left that out. Um, 
uh, I have not seen the entire show. I've seen the first segment and a half. Uh, Mark, uh, Mark Watkins on Twitter says he's, uh, there was no mention of the Nazarene Fund. There was a quick glimpse of uh, Glenn and Johnny Moore. But uh, he says on the good side, there were no negatives. And we were a little bit concerned about that, that they would turn it into a hatchet job and, um, and not look at it for what it is. Getting these people out of harm's way, getting 150 people out of harm's way into um, a place in Slovakia where they could, I can't remember if it's assimilate or integrate that they don't like. Anyway, they're going to become part of society. Um, and we don't just, they're not just being dumped there and see a good luck. It is, that's why each of these families cost, I think, $25,000 because it's a three-year plan to train them in the language, to train them with a vocation, to train them how, how to become citizens of this of this country. Um, but again, ABC has their own agenda. And at least, you're right, Mark, they did not, they didn't throw out a bunch of negatives. Glenn was very upset, if you look at, at uh, his um, Facebook page, upset at the fact that, number one, they did not, well, they marginalized Johnny Moore. Um, I like Johnny. I've gotten to know Johnny. Really good guy. And... He actually hired um, Michelle and Joseph Assad to carry out this plan, to, to uh, take care of the logistics. But the way 2020 made it look, um, it, it seemed, I don't know, it just seemed imbalanced. It seemed more balanced toward them. But again, I don't know why I'm surprised. It's ABC, for crying out loud. Um, Oh, I, Mark also says, he said, I'm curious how you can fill uh, Jeffy's shoes when they've been welded to his feet. He refuses to show his feet. <laughs> if, you, if you've ever seen his feet, you'd understand why. Which, by the way, leads me to those people online who are into feet. What is up with that? Into feet. I mean, that is just weird. Uh, there's like, uh, there's, yeah, there's so many things in this life I will never understand like people who are into feet. But there's like a whole subculture of people that just are like really, really into feet. And again, I have to hold up the high standards of the Jeff Fisher radio show and tell you things like those into feet and with foot fetishes. Um, and Chris online says uh, on Twitter says I envy all the neat stuff that you get to try. I do, um, I do get to try a lot, uh, a lot of things, um, a lot of things in this job. I am truly, truly blessed. Fried chicken rolls, it does indeed. At the Blaze uh, Brad is my uh, uh, Twitter handle. If you uh, uh, would like to uh, talk about the worst and best Christmas presents ever. Uh, Glenn's Big Christmas Show is tonight at the Verizon Theater in Grand Prairie, Texas. If you are in the area, I would highly recommend that you get some uh, get your tickets, especially if uh, if you have the evening free. You can get them anywhere from like forty five bucks on up to uh, two fifty, which includes a meet and greet with Glenn and a signed book and a t shirt and a uh, and you even get to meet Jason Buttrell. You know, who you don't get to meet is, is Doc and Skip. And why I don't know why they weren't at the Christmas party last night. Um, Doc is a very tall man. Gave him a pair of shoes last time he was in town. Don't ask. Uh, more Christmas gift ideas. Um, Milwaukee has a, and this is again on Tool School, my, uh, my other website, Tool School with a K. 
the, their 46-inch rolling steel storage chest and cabinet. Uh, this is not inexpensive. It's a few hundred bucks, but I will tell you this. I have one here at Mercury, and it is incredibly roomy. It's incredibly tough. And, again, it, it, is, it is Milwaukee is one of those brands. That, that if you've ever seen a, a Sawzall, that's the uh, a reciprocating saw. Mostly used for demolition. They make the best in the business. The, um, the Sawzall is like Kleenex. Every tissue you ever pick up, you always call it a Kleenex, when in fact Kleenex is a, is a brand. Um, Sawzall is the name of a specific tool. It's a reciprocating saw. But I digress. Um, the Milwaukee uh, storage chest, and, and most things, if not all things, that Milwaukee does and makes, they are top quality. Um, you'll pay slightly more in a lot of cases. But this is a company that <clears throat> that the people behind the brand, I know these people. They are good people. They are people who actually give a crap about what they do. And it's so many businesses these days. It's just people going through the motions. And these are good people, good folks. And um, these days especially, I think it's more and more important to put our money uh, and to give companies that actually appreciate it. Uh, our money, because so many, it just seems like customers are, you know, it's dead and buried and all that. Uh, and, and we've become just a number in so many things like our cell phones. And uh, remember when they used to give away cell phones? Remember when you could actually talk the companies out of a cell phone, they give it to you? Not anymore. Uh, they don't care anymore. You call up and you complain, they go, ah, go to Verizon, go to AT&T, go to Sprint, whatever, just get out of our way. Companies like Milwaukee actually care. If something is ever wrong, you call them, you write to them, whatever. They, they make it right. Um, so anyway, that is, my, uh, that is my soapbox on tool companies. So the uh, Milwaukee 46-inch rolling steel storage chest and cabin, I think you can get that at uh, Home Depot uh, if you don't want to order in online. But that's another great gift idea. So many great gift ideas can be found at toolschool.com, especially if you have um, anybody on your list who really, really loves tools. All right, another quick break, and then we'll be back to wrap up the program. And don't forget Michael Pelka coming up here at the top of the hour. This is the Blaze Radio Network. Here we go. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Yeah, and it's Brad Staggs in for Jeffy this morning. And um, on a serious note, thank you to you for um, making me feel at home sitting in this chair. It is a uh, it is a huge honor to be able to do this show and to be able to do everything that I get to do uh, around Mercury Studios. Um, I am blessed. I think this is a good time of year, obviously, to stop, smell the roses, count your blessings, understand that there are people out there that... Um, aren't as fortunate as you or I. And um, those are the people that we need to reach out to this year. You've heard the story about Mark Cathy. We lost him this week. Good friend, a co-worker, really good soul of a human being. Pretty blue eyes. Really did. That's the one thing I always remember. He had these striking just blue eyes, man. They 
right through you. If you know somebody who is struggling uh, this season, and this is a tough time of year, and I told you earlier that uh, I went through some issues myself last year this time. I wanted to pick up any rock, crawl under it, and drop it back on top of me. So if you know somebody like that, someone who is exhibiting those signs, somebody you think that might just benefit from a, a, a phone call or a text, just do it. Just reach out. Say hi. Say say anything. Just let them know that you're thinking about them because sometimes that's all it takes to keep them from doing something stupid or to keep them from slipping any further. That's all I will say about that. Uh, on the um, on the topic of... Um, of gifts. I found this other one. I was kind of disappointed in this. This is a DIY uh, a smartphone projector. It's kind of a cool, I found it at uh, uncommongoods.com, like for, uh, 32 bucks. And you drop your cell phone into this little box and it becomes a, a projector on the wall. You don't have to uh, connect it to any uh, external power source or anything like that. But it only gets like three star reviews. But for 32 bucks, I say, hey, it is absolutely worth the gamble. Roll the dice on it. Uh, so that's kind of a techie gift. Uh, as far as uh, tools are concerned, again, my other uh, website is uh, toolschoolwithak.com. Uh, Bosch has this uh, portable table saw that has, it's called Reacts, and it basically, it's it's a safety feature. So if you ever, your finger or something comes in contact with a blade, it shuts it down. That's very cool. It's at uh, toolschool.com. Um, you can find that there and find a link to, uh, to purchase. Don't forget, if you are uh, going to be in this area tonight, Glenn's Big Christmas Show is happening at the Verizon Theater Grand Prairie. Go to glenbeck.com. And also go to mercuryone.org, donate to the Nazarene Fund, and also find out about Stuff a Bus. We're collecting toys for uh, for kids and uh, for Irving Cares tonight. So it's been wonderful. I will see you after the first of the year on the Blaze Radio Network. This is the Jeff Fisher Show, only on the Blaze Radio Network.